0: Thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you for the opportunity to speak unity and peace and love to our country. We pray against the devil's attacks on us and the church. Um, And we just pray for a supernatural move of the Holy Spirit in the United States. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to the person next to you and say God loves you. I don't know how many of y'all know who Bishop Jakes is, but he has um, thrown everything he has at uh, promoting this message in the book, and he, uh, God has touched his heart. So we want to thank him for his partnership and, and getting his whole following—15, 16 million people on his face, social media—to to, to, uh, um, receive this message and walk in unity in our country. So I'm very excited about that. Amen. Amen. Let's see, your, let's see your Bibles. On the count of three, say word. One, two, three, say word. word. One more time, church, say word. word. Turn to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. It is in the New Testament, about the middle. If you're in Genesis, you are a long way away. It would be like being in New York, talking about you going to L.A. Mm-hmm. Philippians 4. If you were to get a um, lie detector test, they would put sensors all over your body, head, arms, chest. And then they will start to ask you questions. What's your name? And if you say, my name is, what? if you say correctly your name, nothing probably will change in your heart rate, your respiratory rate, your temperature, your muscles won't tense up. Where are you, where are you from? Where's your address? Where do you live? If you give the correct answer, nothing will probably change. There will be no uh, reaction. But if they ask you a question. That either stresses you out or that you intend, before you even speak, intend to say the wrong thing. There will be a reaction in your heart rate. There will be a reaction in how you breathe. Your muscles will tense up. Every one of your thoughts that we have. And by the way, we have about 60,000 thoughts every day, give or take. That's what all these are. There are 60,000 peanuts in here. These are the positive thoughts. These are the negative thoughts. Every one of your thoughts impacts every single one of the 37 trillion cells in your body. By the way, 80% of the 37 trillion cells in your body are blood, red blood cells. Interesting, the Bible says the life is in the blood. 80% of of your cells are blood. Every single one of your thoughts impacts every single one of your cells. It impacts your heart rate. It impacts your respiratory rate. It impacts your muscles. It impacts your DNA. It impacts, your, it impacts brain cells in your brain and the structure and networks in your brain. Every single one of your thoughts can create and cause health or sickness. I want to talk today about how your thoughts can create A life that you don't want or a life that you don't want. More specifically, a brain that can be about your father's business. Three weeks ago we started a series called Mind Your Business. Everyone say Mind Your Business. And we've been talking about how our minds need to be about our father's business. Today I want to talk about how your mind needs to create and can create a brain that can process your father's business. Because if your brain is not going to process and it's not structured to process your father's business, you're going to have more of a spiritual battle going on in your, in your desire to uh, obey God. Before we start, let's do a review on our uh, declaration. now. I gave this declaration to you for week one and it's going to be in every week we do this series. I want you to declare this out loud. It is very important for you to declare truths about yourself out loud. Because when you think of something, neurological uh, reactions happen in your brain and you create pathways, neurological pathways in your brain. We're going to talk more brain facts later and we'll get into the science of it. But when you declare something out loud, you create additional pathways that reinforce that truth, whether positive or negative. So it's important for you to declare out loud the truths in your life. And by the way, when I pray, I pray in the morning, I pray out loud. Sometimes I pray, you know, some parts of my prayer is silent, but most of it's out loud. It's going to be reinforced more, not only, not only am I declaring it, but I am reinforcing and strengthening the neurological, physical pathways in my head. So if you tell yourself you're ugly, there is actually a structure in your brain that says you're ugly that you have to rewire it is physical. Okay, let's do, let's, we'll get to that later. Everyone say this, say this out loud, okay, say, I am. I am made in the image of God. The God. That is a fact, that is a fact. No matter what, anything or anybody has ever told you, that is true. You were made in the image of God. Whether you're a Christian or not, you were made in the image of God. All people were made in the image of God. You have the ability to have a relationship with God. Hear his voice, walk in his word. Number two, say, God has given me a sound mind, <laughs> the mind of Christ. This does not mean you don't have a, uh, a, a, a crazy mind. <laughs> We're we'll gonna see in a minute. When you get saved, Christ gives you his mind. Your mind now has to interact with his mind. <laughs> you have the mind of Christ, but you also have your own mind. That's the battle. That is the battle. Don't walk around looking for the woo woo. The woo-woo comes, you know, and I mean by the woo -woo, the oh, all of a sudden, bam, she's there, or bam, the job just floats out of the sky. Okay, that may happen, but the real battle is you thinking and submitting your conscious, willful thoughts to the mind of Christ. Number three. I commit. commit. Say I commit. commit. Say I commit. I I want you to say it. I want you to say it. (laughs) Are you following me? Say I commit. That's what I'm talking about. And by the way, when you pray, you are declaring to God, but you're also declaring to the devil. Why? Because when you get up, the devil's telling you, day's gonna be a failure, you're no good, you're ugliness and that. And you say, Oh no, I commit that, uh, to being mindful of the Father's business in my life. God loves me, devil. God loves me, devil. Yeah, you might have got me yesterday, but today I'm walking in victory. You declare to Him that that's what's gonna happen. Amen? Come on now. Say, I commit, I commit. to being mindful of the Father's business in my life, not the gossip business. I don't want to hear that. You know what I heard. Uh, No, I don't want to know what you heard. Number number four, number four. I denounce. I denounce. Selfish and toxic thinking today. If anyone's speaking, they already thought it. So that includes speaking. If you don't have the thought, you're not going to speak it. You can't speak without having a thought. You stop the thinking, a whole bunch of stuff will change. And by the way, when you think negative, toxic chemicals are released in your brain. Toxic chemicals are released in your brain. Toxic chemicals are released in your brain. And they can make you sick. They can make you sick. Number, four, number, number, number five. I will take I will my thoughts captive and think like Christ today. Think like Christ. Oh, she thinks she's... Uh, he... Uh, I can't say. You ever see people talking? Just grab it. <laughs> How many know what I'm talking about? <laughs> if you just walk around, go. Hang. 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 Say, as my mind is renewed, my physical brain will be transformed. We're gonna talk about it today. Your physical brain will change based on your thoughts. You can create a difficult, different physical brain with your thoughts. You are not controlled by your thoughts, your mind controls your thoughts. Well, let me say this. You are not controlled by your thoughts if you do not allow it. Now, understand depression, anxiety, and medicine, all that kind of stuff. That's a whole other level of understanding and a whole other range of uh, mental and emotional issues. Put that aside just for a second. However, your mind has to choose am I going to submit to Christ or am I going to submit to my brain and my chemistry? And we'll get to this in one more morning and explain. Say, number seven, say, I choose. I choose. I choose. Uh, if you get anything out of all of this, this is what you need to do. Those, those two words, I choose. Say, I choose. I choose. I am going to choose to step to the right. I I, no, I'm not saying, I'm just telling you what I'm going to do. <laughs> but I appreciate that. I am going to choose to step to the left. I'm going to choose to step to the right. I'm going to choose to do it with a little rhythm. I'm going to choose. Step to the right, step to the left, step back, boom, boom, boom. Okay. I'm going to choose. You all follow what I'm saying? That is a choice. I am going to choose to think positive. I am going to choose to take negative thoughts captive. I am going to choose to be about my father's business. Now, my brain may be wanting to do something different. I am going to veto my brain and submit to Christ. This is a choice. You are not a slave to your thoughts. You have to be a slave to Christ. The Bible says you are, you are, you, you, your master is to whom you enslave yourself to. I am submitting myself to Jesus. Okay, number seven, let's see Say, I choose. I choose. To dwell on positive thoughts. To dwell on, to dwell on po- I'm sorry, to dwell on positive thoughts. Everyone say, I am a child of God. Say, God loves me. God has a plan for my life. Things may not be perfect. God's going to get me through the valley of the shadow of death. Just like he's done in the past. He has never failed me. He's always there for me. His plans for me to give me a future and a hope. Over and 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 over again. Say I choose. To dwell on positive thoughts. And only speak life today. Because I mean. all of God's promises in my life, in my life. Are, yes. are yes. Say yes, 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 yes. 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 <ívot》> now, here's what that does not mean <laughs> I'm gonna get a Bentley tomorrow. <laughs> and God's promises are yes. God didn't promise you a Bentley. I'm going to get her for my wife. She's already married. (laughs) God, all your promises to give me a future and a hope, not to harm me, are yes. I want to know what they are. I want to know what your promises are. Now, here's my desire, God. Here's what I want. But not my will, but your will be done. And I know your will is better than my will. It's all yes. You are, I am not going to come to you and get hit in the head. I am going to come to you and get blessed. Are you following what I'm saying? Let's do a review, body, soul and spirit. Let's do a little review. This is very important for us to understand. We are all body, soul and spirit. Everyone say body. body. Say soul. soul. Say spirit. spirit. Your body is your body. It's a physical. It's what you can touch. It's what you can see in the mirror. Your brain is physical. Your brain is physical. It's part of your body. Say soul. Can't touch it. It's immaterial. It's your mind, your personality, your conscious. Uh, uh, it's immaterial. Here's the c- cool thing about your mind your mind can interact with your brain. They do interact. And your mind can interact with your spirit. When you get saved, say spirit, when you get saved, your spirit's alive. This is what is in Christ. This is, the Bible says, when you get saved, the old is gone, the new has come. The Bible says that you are seated at the right hand of the Father. The Bible says that you now have the mind of Christ. That's this aspect of you that is completely righteous, sinless, forgiven. When you get saved, this completely changes. When you get saved, this is not necessarily changed. And when you get saved, this is not necessarily changed. In other words, if I couldn't do math before, which I can, by the way, that's not one of my favorite subjects, I ain't talking about myself, but just take it personally. You know what I'm saying? But if you can't do math, (laughs) if you can't do math before you get saved, you won't be able to do math after you get saved. Can I get amen? That's too bad you can't do math, but I'm just saying, it, 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 if you are 200 pounds after you get saved, before you get saved, you're going to be 200 pounds after you get saved. You're not going to say, praise Jesus, I receive Christ as my Savior, and zap, I got a six-pack, I'm all ripped up, and that ain't going to happen. No impact. Are you following what I'm saying? This does not change, and, and this is probably not going to change either. You got emotional issues when you get saved? Now, you have now access to the perfection of Christ. This is where you have to choose. Am I going to submit to the mind of Christ, to the heart of God, or am I going to submit to the cravings of my body? And what I mean by that, when I I used to go home uh, on Sunday night, my wife and I's routine is every Friday night we would have pizza and ice cream. And every Sunday night, Sunday night is my worst diet day because I just I'm here and I'm You know, throughout the day, that I'm tired, I can't eat, I don't know what to eat, I'm driving two hours on Sunday back and forth, back and forth, home and everything. And so my, my diet's messed up. So I would go home, Sunday night church, and just eat a bowl, like two bowls of ice cream, cookies, uh, uh, bagel, cereal, and I, I, it, I wouldn't be full because it was just, my body was just, it was just, I was so famished. And I would go to, and, and I and watch ESPN until like 11.30. I'm like, this is, this is me time. This is me time. I'm going to do what I want to do. I, I work hard. Yeah. It's all about me right now. I'm like, ah, 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 ah. And I'm, I'm feeling like, wah, 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 wah. And I go to bed. Ah, 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 yeah, that was, that was fun. That was fun. That was all about me. I blessed me. Why? Because I was listening to this and not this. Make a long story short, I, I pretty much cut out pizza and pretty much cut out ice cream in my life. I eat dinner and pretty much don't eat anything after that. I am retraining myself to submit to the spirit. Now, is, does the spirit say don't eat ice cream and pizza? No. I'm not putting that on you. <laughs> Y'all are like, I'm out of this church, I ain't here. How could that brother say he don't eat ice cream and pizza? He's out of his mind. <laughs> For me, for me, just for me, he says no, we need to adjust some stuff. So your mind has to decide are you going to listen to the small still voice of God or are you going to listen to the cravings of your body. Your physical brain is going to be impacted by your mind your physical brain. I'm going to show you some facts about your brain. It's going to trip you out. And by the way, as I show these facts to you, I know that our culture has bought into the belief of evolution that things happened over time without an intelligent intentional designer. Creation says there's an intelligent, all-powerful, all-knowing designer. Evolution says no, it was chance and science and science explains what happens and tells you what is already there. So as you listen to this, I just want you to just think. Just think. This is not an evolution creation message, but still I want you to think about what I'm going to describe to you, which is just a small centella of the invisible attributes of God being clearly seen in what he has made. Look at these facts. Your brain is about 3.2 pounds, give or take. You're born with 100 billion neurons, the same number of neurons as there are stars in the Milky Way galaxy. 100 billion. You can't get your head wrapped around 100 billion. A fetus grows 250,000 neurons per minute. If anybody's pregnant right now, one of the many, many incredible out of this world things that are happening in your baby's in the womb that's in in the baby's head that's in your womb. Is every minute 250,000 neurons are growing. Look at us. I think we have a picture of a neuron on the screen. A neuron has thousands of connections, each neuron. 250,000 per minute are growing in the womb. You are born with 100 billion neurons. Your brain is 80% water, soft like butter or tofu. I don't like tofu. However, if you touch tofu and it jiggles, that's your brain. It's soft. Your brain is 80% water. Uh, that's why, you know, all the f- f- concussions in football, I've had, uh, if, 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 if my, the definition of concussion is correct by the brain surgeon that told me it, which I 100% believe, I've had hundreds of concussions. Easy. Because you, you ding your head and have thunder and see stars multiple times in practice and I played 15 years. I don't know why, and he said to me, it is unexplainable how you can have a conversation. (laughs) I can most of the time I can. Your brain uses 20% of oxygen and calories. When you take a breath, 20%, one-fifth of your oxygen goes to your brain. When you have a meal, look at your plate, one-fifth goes to your brain. What are you putting in your brain? The worst food for your brain or chemical is sugar. Sugar is poison. Now, there's a lot of different kinds of sugars. So, I'm talking about sweetener. White sugar is poison to your brain. It has no benefit, it is detrimental to your brain. And, and so, when you eat it, just, just know that there's other, other kinds of sweeteners you can use that are better. 400 miles of capillaries in your brain. These are, these are blood vessels. 500 trillion connections in your brain. 500 trillion. One grain of sand of brain matter has 100,000 neurons with 1 billion connections. Huh? Come on, God. You are the man. Come on, God. Come on, God. What? Now, so what does all this mean? You have this massive, complex computer right here. That's 80% water. How does water do that? How do you do that? Do you know that a jellyfish is like 95% water? A jellyfish has no brain and no blood. What? (laughs) When you have a thought, you create a pathway. For example, you have all these neurons. Each neuron has about 10,000 connections. Okay, did we have have that picture of the connection, did I put that up on the screen yet? I think we did. Let's put that up on the screen one more time. Okay, so you see, (laughs) you have 100 billion of those in your head. And they have all these connections. And when you have a thought, neurons that wire together, that fire together, wire together. So if I say to myself, move my hand and feet, the neurons that take to do that wire, and they connect and they form a pathway. And so you've heard the illustration is probably one of the most famous. Whenever you go to a basketball practice, you'll see the guys practicing free throws over and over and over. Practice makes perfect. You heard that thing. Practice makes perfect. So what they'll do is okay, free throws, out, everyone everyone gets the ball and they just just over 1,000 whatever how many a day. Over and over. You see Steph Curry cuz just bam, bam, we're not looking, bam, three point, bam. Why? Because over time through practice the neurons fired to make his legs work at a certain pressure, his his abdomen, his lower back, his gluteus, his his upper back, his shoulders, his elbows, wrists, fingers, everything in rhythm. Bam! BAM. bam bam BAM. And over time, and all of a sudden he created a pathway in his brain. This is is scientific, say minute, if I'm making sense. And so what happened, game time comes, his pathway is there. He said, I don't have to think about it. My brain is wired to do that. My physical brain, now I'm going to make a decision, walk over to the free throw line, get the ball. But his brain is going, oh, yeah, we know this. So when he says walk over, the brain goes, oh, we're already ready. Let's go. Jump the ball three times like you always done. One, two, three, I got it. Lift the ball up, get the elbow. Bam! In the bucket. I'm already knowing it's gonna happen. I believe it's gonna happen. My brain is telling me this is what we do. You have a pathway. Imagine walking in the house as a little kid. Your father says, Get in your room. You didn't do anything. All right. <laughs> this is it. You walk in the house the next day. What are you doing? I told you to get in your room. Walk in the house the next day. I can't stand you. You're a failure. Get in that room. I don't want to see you anymore. Zzz. And all of a sudden, you don't want to walk in the house anymore. All of a sudden, you have created a pathway that your father do not like you. You've created a pathway that's telling you you are a failure. It's telling you you'll never be any good because every time you walk in the house, you're told that you're bad. So why would you even try? And now you have a pathway that has Bad feelings towards father has bad feelings towards you, and it's wide into your brain. And then you come to church, and you hear the pastor talk about God loves you, and you have a pathway that says, No, 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 father don't. Father's bad. The and you come to church and someone says, God, you're made in the image of God. God loves you. Has a plan for your life. No, 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 no. I have a pathway that says that's the opposite. Matter of fact, my pathway says that's all I know. I don't have any pathways. Of experiences, of repetition, experience, or thought that affirms what you're saying, this book says about me. I have a conflict. Say amen if you know what I'm talking about. It can go to your dad, it can go to your mom, it can go to yourself, it can go to all kinds of multiple reasons. How the devil's gonna rewire your brain to reject God's word and his promises in your life. That's why you have to rewire your brain and not assume that what's in your head is the truth. What's in your head was instilled in your head from your life. As we're going to see in my book in a few weeks, the social narrative that has shaped how you view yourself and the world. What you have heard from your parents, your friends, the media, your enemies has shaped how you see the world. But that is not necessarily the truth of God. It's just the truth of your experience. But if you let that truth be your foundational truth and not the truth of God, if you're not standing on the rock, you're standing on experiences, you, your life is going to be directed by your brain and your thoughts and your past versus God's future in your life. And this is a decision you have to make. Give this first say, my, what I, how my brain is wired, it needs to be rewired. Because when you think negative, look what happens. We have a, a, a chart on the screen. Look what happens when you have negative thoughts. Where's that chart? Negative thoughts. I'm taking positive right now. Where my chart? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Negative thoughts shortens your DNA, releases toxic chemicals in your blood, uh, toxic chemicals in your brain, increases your blood pressure, increases your sweat gland activity, cold to hands, tense muscles, heart rate becomes unhealthy, breathing becomes erratic, brain activity drops. If there's one thing you can really try to do through because of this series, think about your thinking and pay attention to what you feel as you think things and as you perceive things pay attention to how your thoughts are impacting you pay attention to what your thoughts are and take them captive and say no that's not i got to make that obedient to christ it may be consistent with what you have experienced but that does not mean it's the truth it just happens to be what you have experienced And what happens is if it's wired into your brain, it will become a self-fulfilling prophecy because you will begin to tell yourself it's going to happen. Look what healthy thoughts bring in your head. Healthy DNA, endorphins of joy, actually there are chemicals, endorphins, one called dopamine. It's a pleasure drug in your brain, dopamine. It's the same drug that's released when you take cocaine and and, and you experience pleasure. It has other uses as well, but it makes you feel happy. Healthy blood pressure, healthy sweat gland activity when you think positive and you think on the true things, the things that are true. Um, Normal temperature, relaxed muscles, normal heart rate, normal breathing, healthy brain activity. You're more creative, you're more focused, you're more relaxed mentally. You're more able to function immensely. When people go up to the free throw line and their brain is telling them you're going to miss it, they get all tense and and their brain shuts down and they can't make a simple shot. They had to rewire their brain. Now, four things I want to share. Let's do our four points. Look at your lesson plan out. Number one, our brain is wired for yes. Say my brain brain is wired for yes. Philippians 4, 6 and 9. Philippians 4, 6, and 9. This is so important. Look what it says in Philippians 4, 6, and 9. Be anxious for nothing. Anxiety is anticipated disaster. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. You know what that Bible, you know what that's saying? No matter what's going on in your life, dear God, I thank you. I know you are going to do something in my life right now. I don't understand it. This is scary to me. But I am going to focus on you. And all of a sudden the peace of God. the you know, you know what some of that peace of God is? The endorphins in your brain. God wired us in a way compatible with his word and what his spirit wants to do. It says, the peace of God, let's get to that verse. And then it says, will guard your hearts and minds. The peace of God will guard your hearts and minds and your, and your mind. And it says, finally, my brethren, whatever things are true. Remember last week we talked about with Dr. Amen. When you have a thought in your mind that is negative, you ask, ask yourself, is it true? Is it true? Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's anything virtue or anything praiseworthy, Meditate on these things. When you're walking around your job, you're walking around the mall. What are you thinking about? I wish I had more money. I'm never going to get a good job. I never be able to buy that skirt. I never afford those <laughs> shoes. I wish I had a body like that. I wish I had a man like that. I wish I had a man. I wish I had a kid. <laughs> 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 I wish it was sunny. I wish it was rainy. I wish it wasn't this hot. I wish it was hot. I wish it was humid. Why is it so humid? Why is it so dry? It's like it's like my goodness, Lord Jesus, help that person's brain. What about this? I'm glad I could think. I'm glad I can walk through the mall. I'm glad I could even shop. Even if I don't have money, I could even dream about it. I'm glad you ever you ever look at stuff? Here's how you know you're you're good. When you can look at stuff that you really like, but you know you can't afford, but you can still enjoy it. <laughs> Me and my wife love to look at houses. We love to ho- we just look at houses. And when we were looking for a house, we looked at probably a hundred houses. We'll go in the house. We just walk around. We said, "Let's go in the house," even though we're not looking for a house. Let's just go in there because we not want to be nosy. You just look around. This is nice, this is nice. And, and you go in houses you can't afford, but it's just nice to be there. Can I get an amen? It's like I feel good. I'm sitting down. Just imagine for a second. This is my house. This is my house. Think on things. Look at Proverbs, look at Proverbs 23, 7. It says, Proverbs 23, 7, As a man or a woman thinks, so is he. Do you know if you think you're dumb, guess what's probably going to happen? You'll fail the test. I can't, I can't pass this test. I just don't, like, math is so hard. One plus one, see, I don't get, can't get that. <laughs> but if you go, you know what? It, the first step to passing is believing you can pass. Is it a guarantee? No, but I, I, let me tell you something, your chance is a whole lot higher if you believe. You, you ever see someone ha- that knows nothing what they're talking about, but they just look confident? I stayed at Holiday Inn last night. Come on, scaffold. Let <laughs> me cut this dude's brain open. You have to believe that God has called you. I'm not talking about you believing craziness, but believe that you are marvelous. What makes you marvelous is not something you did. I, Miles McPherson, am marvelous, not because of anything Miles did. God did it. God gave me 100 billion brain cells. I didn't. I blew up about 10 billion. <laughs> You'll get that later, number two. We have a given a yes mind of Christ. 2 Corinthians, 2, 10, uh, uh, 2 Corinthians one twenty. all God's promises are yes. All God's promises are yes. When you stand before God and come before Him every day, He has a yes on you. He doesn't have this on you. Let's talk about yesterday. No, no, He's like, are you ready to, you ready to have some fun today? Yeah, God, I have no idea what it is. I know, I'm going to let you know when I want to let you know. But let's go. This is God telling you. Yes. Is it going to be what you want? Not necessarily. But what God has for you is better than what you want. Next one, number three. A yes mind can create a yes brain. How? By reading the word of God, teaching the word of God, talking about the word of God, memorizing the word of God, reading 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 the word of God, say with me, reading the word of God, reading the word of God, say with me, reading the word of God, 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 read the word of God, say it with me, say, read the word of God, read the word, say with me, read the word of God, say with me, read the word of God, read the word of God, read the word of God, read the word. Oh, they're speaking in tongues, oh I'm loud here. Read the word of God, 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 read the <laughs> Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Why? Do not be conformed to this world. Don't watch this. Don't, don't let your brain be formed to think like the world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why? So you can prove what is that good and acceptable will of God. What does that mean? That means that not only does your is your mind, give me your body, so not only does your mind need to say, Yes, that's what God said. Your brain has to say, I receive it. In other words, you can say, I'm gonna go pray for somebody. And all your wiring says, uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know how to do that. Remember last time it happened? Every time, you never did that before. And you have to practice. That's why the first time you do this, it's foreign. You don't have the wiring. But after 100 times and 200 times, the wiring begins to become stronger and more permanent. And it's like, how could I have never not known how to do that? It's a wiring thing and a spiritual thing. Number four, we must choose to create a yes mind, by the way, and a yes brain. This is 100% up to you. Now, when I say don't look for the woo-woo, what I mean by that is people get up and say, okay, God, just make it happen. I was watching my my son, he sends me these little videos on Instagram, I mean on my text every day. Just random stuff. Just random stuff. And he sent me a, a picture today of a guy preaching a sermon on a treadmill. He was actually on the treadmill. The treadmill was right here on stage and he's reading the Bible. And he's going like this on the treadmill. Now I don't know if he just didn't have his workout that morning and wanted to do two things at one time. You are not ever going to get in shape if you do not exercise. It's not going to happen. And I know they have these like five-minute workouts. Stop. Just stop. (laughs) I I, I I do a five-minute thing. It's seven minutes a day. It's so easy. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Bust a sweat. I was watching track and field yesterday, and these girls run some long race. Sixteen hundred meters or whatever, and at the end they were laying on the ground. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna run track. I wanna lay on the ground. (laughs) I mean, I I miss so working out so hard you couldn't stand up. And you want God to do something in your life? You got to pay. You want to renew your mind? You have to practice and practice. And practice, you choose, I am going to read my Bible every day. The Bible says the word of God is living and active. than it 2 the sword. You know what's amazing about that? When you put the word of God in your mind and then you get in a conversation about something else, the word of God is working. It's working. It's rewiring stuff. It's doing stuff that I don't even know. I just know it's all good because God's promises a yes. And if you memorize his word and you talk about his word and then one day you're going to be in a conversation and all of a sudden the word going to go, say this. Say this in that very moment. The Holy Spirit's gonna tell you what to say, boom. But if it's not in your head, how are you gonna hear it? And if it's wide into your brain, it's gonna flow out just like it flows out. If you watch Steph Curry, for all of y'all who know Steph Curry is, uh, do y'all know who Steph Curry is? It's just like, he's like it, it, it's, it's almost silly. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, you can't shoot like that. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I mean, he's not, he's not in the same position, he's falling this way, he's falling back, he's just like, <laughs> get, you get that. And he's from like downtown, why? Because he's done it so many times. It's wired all through his body. Bam, practice. You want to have a mind like Christ and a brain that can process what the mind is telling it to do. So when you tell your brain to do something and you can't because you just don't, you've never done it, you have to practice over and over. Read your Bible. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. One more verse, we'll be done. It says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you. I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you. That I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that you and your descendants may live. You know, don't you know what's so powerful about that verse? What's powerful about that verse is that one, God's saying it's up to you. You have to choose. You memorize the Bible, you get your mind renewed, you start to focus on my truth instead of the world truth, you start to declare it, renew your brain. Restructure your, restructure your brain, renew your mind. Restructure your brain. Not only will you have life for you, but your descendants. My mother took us to Catholic church for eight years. We sat there and 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 probably we didn't get a whole lot out of it. But do you know the one thing I got out of it. I shouldn't say we didn't get a whole lot out of it. We weren't into it. We were little kids, and it was just like you know, hot. It was no thing It was cold. It was, you know, it was very repetitious. But I learned the fear of God in that church, no lie. For a lot of reasons, the nuns hit us. (laughs) I ain't trying, I ain't messing around, you don't mess around sister Wilford, let me tell you. (laughs) But for real, seriously, I learned the fear of God and When you choose life, you choose life for those who come after you and those after them and those after them. There are a lot of y'all whose families are messed up today because your grandfather and your great grandfather. But you have to break that cycle. And you have to decide and choose to break that cycle. So, right now, I'm gonna ask all y'all to bow your heads on all the campuses, people watching online. Lord, we thank you so much that you gave us a mind that can choose to trust your mind. A mind that can interact with your mind can think like you. Speak and listen to you. And then our mind can inform our brain. Lord, I pray for supernatural, neurological connections to be established right now in people's minds and their brains. That you would break those pathways that are destructive and negative. That you would break those strongholds that are destructive and negative. And you would create new pathways, even right now, supernatural in people's minds and their brains, that they would walk out of here not stressing over things they used to stress over, not worrying about things they used to worry about, not having the negative thoughts they used to have. But they would think on things that are true, noble, and lovely, and pure, and praiseworthy, and right. That they would not be anxious for anything, but with prayer and thanksgiving, they would make their requests known to you. And the peace of God. That surpasses all understanding. The peace of God that makes us go, where did that come from? We guard our hearts and minds. If you would like to surrender your life to Jesus or your mind to God, just pray this prayer with me in the privacy of your heart. Pray, dear God, I surrender my heart, my mind to you. Renew my mind. Fill me with the spirit of God. I want to be obedient. I want to mind my business. I want to be thinking about my father in heaven's business. I want it to be natural, second nature, to obey, to pray, to serve, to go to our group and be in accountability relationship, to serve in the church, to give generously, trusting that God is the one who gave it to me in the first place. I want to build relationships with people that maybe I have never built relationships before. People who don't look like me, have nothing in common with me in the natural but in the spiritual. We are brothers and sisters. Lord, break down all those false networks, those self-destructive neurological connections and pathways that the word of God can flow through my heart, my brain right into my actions. If you prayed that prayer, I know it was long. Just slip your hand up and I can see you and pray for you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you so much for your goodness. Lord, I pray that we think about our thinking. We think about what you're doing in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Think about your thinking today, all week. Pastor?